Stash Comedy Network presents In the Stash, sponsored by the great people over at BK9 Bar and Restaurant, where the oxtail hash is the shh. Anything off limits you don't want us to talk about? Not in particular, <laughs> but I am curious, kind of, you know, where y'all gonna go with it. I like, I like the, yeah, I like the kind of going it into it in, in the dark. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a tough so I like that. Um, like, what are you gonna, like, don't worry about it. <laughs> I definitely give y'all major kudos if you if you actually ask something that I feel that whoa this is actually thought provoking to me and and something that hasn't been covered. No pressure, but I'm saying that that's like so challenge accepted. Go for it, yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Mustache Podcast. I'm your host Steph Bishop, alongside. Ashley Gig, Patrick Felix, and today we got the man who we got, 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 who Oh, y'all got sound effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't think I'll be sleeping. I peed the first one, two episodes uh, where every time there was like a laugh track, you were like, we'll put the laugh track. So no gongs yet. No, yeah, nope. Y'all ain't got the budget, the, yeah, the gong budget yet? Yeah, we're nah, 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 nah. working on it, man. Oh, yeah, we're trying to get the gong out. But, I mean, uh, yo, sure. good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here, fellas. Thanks I'm, for having me. I'm about to ask you how you're doing, but I thank you. Thanks for, yo, finally here. I know we had scheduled it initially one time. You canceled And then I wasn't going to use the word cancel, but, you know, I definitely was like. You have bigger things going on. Let me get to the back first. I can get back to Stefan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so since you want to just jump into it, yeah. but no, I'm good that it all unfolded, and here I am. So great, yeah, yeah, we're, we're glad to have you, man. Um, yeah. So you know, we're here. Today's topic is uh, I like this one. First of his name. Yes. First of his name. First of his name. You'll, 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 we'll oh, break that, it down. That's, that's you, Jen. Okay. Yeah, that's you. What does that mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna break it down. Okay. MC. <laughs> okay. So the reason I say first of his name, um, when I think of you and I think of your artistry as you as an entertainer, yeah, you pioneered. In a sense, to me, uh, a, a a bridge between the Asian community and like the Black community. Uh, oh, I was gonna say gong. We're gonna put that one later. That was my first reaction. We're gonna put that one later. So, yo, like, you know what, Steph? I don't think, yo, honestly, I don't think anyone's put it as straightforward as that. And with that, just that phrasing in pretty much the 15 to close to 20 years. Like if we consider when I signed my first record deal as the beginning of this journey uh, between then and now, I don't think everyone's anyone's ever kind of put it that straightforward. But to me, listening to you say it, I would like to think that I contributed to that in some way. I think so. And, and course, just like you said, yeah. just recapping again, just kind of taking my own natural uh, identity and persona as a Chinese American. But then in this sense, yo, engaging in, I'll be the first to say, a very... Not, I don't even want to use the word urban, but a very black-centric culture, hip-hop yeah. culture. Hip -hop, yes. You know what very I mean? And we know, and we could dive into the history of it. You know, it was in the Bronx, if we're talking hip-hop, right? But black community, Latin community, and that's the birth of it. And that's something I like, now more than ever, I drive home a lot, especially when I'm in China. Because in China, I encounter a lot of people who are like, yo, I'm about that, the hip-hop culture. But that, I feel like, is the first thing they overlook, which is the history of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yo, it can grow as much as it wants, as it should. It mm -hmm. could be in Mars and, you know, Jupiter. But, but where did it come you, from? You where did it come ever, from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm one of those, like, very avid emphasizers of... You're a purist, which I love about yeah. you. In that sense, yeah. But to know that I, I contributed to the thing you described, which is unifying, I guess... The multicultures of you this thing. I think did. so. And you know, I appreciate that. You man. definitely did. Yeah. I mean, not, I mean, we won't bring that up just to touch on it a no little doubt. bit, but like, you know, 106 in Park was 
probably not even probably. Yeah. That was the biggest. The you biggest. went that was our to MTV. watch Freestyle Friday for real, and the show in general. The show in general at that time. Freestyle Friday countdown. Countdown. Everyone coveted Freestyle Friday. That was that was specific to us. That was what I went. I I turn. I tune in to watch AJ's dreads. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what will they do today? <laughs> will they go to the side? But will no, they disappear? So like, but. You would dominate a, 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 a. I don't care who you are. We see an Asian on TV yep. dominating hip hop in a way that I again growing up around hip hop, we knew you know. No, but a, no, I hear you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It was a black centric thing. Yeah, we're like yo, this dude is dope. And that knocked down the wall for us. Yeah, you know I appreciate I mean? that, man. That knocked down the wall. Listen, man, you got signed to it. You know what? I didn't knock down just a wall. I knocked down the a wall. great wall. Oh, yeah. oh. Ah, go! <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Let me rephrase that. I didn't knock down. I kind of, I, 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 I was able to overcome it. You probably can, like, trebuchet over I can't, it. I can't say I knocked down the great wall. Yeah, now yeah, that yeah. I think about it. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. that China bag. I got to think about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I knocked it down. But I hear you, though. Bring the wall back. Bring the wall back. Um... So we're touching on that a little bit, you know yeah. what I mean? So there was the hip hop journey. Yes. And you know what I mean? I want I want to know what that was like. What Rough Riders? What was that? Like how did, how did you end up on I have never uh, known the story. Like how yeah. did you end well, up on um, I think kind of the key points is yo man, what people saw in 106 in Park was something that was to me in the making for many years already. And what I mean by that is the MC gin that you saw on 106, you know, with the a Nietzsche sweatsuit. I think I had a yep. do-rag on. Had a do-rag. Do-rag. <laughs> I remember the red sweatsuit. But um, the point is that gin was a gin that was in the making for several years in terms of like, I would say when I really got serious about just spitting and battling particularly, I was like 13, 14 years old. So 106 in Park Gin is already like 19. I, I remember I had just moved to New York because my hometown is Miami. Yeah. Okay. So I moved to New York to pursue the rap dream. Nice. And then that's how I, I don't want to say stumble, but that's how I landed on 106. I went to just an open casting call like everybody else. Oh, okay, And this cool. was, how's this for a fun history fact? This was when the show 106 in Park was actually taped oh, at 106, 106 in Park. Park. Wow. Wow. Harlem. Shout out to Harlem. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um... So the point is the gin that you see there is a gin that, you know, kind of has been in the trenches already. And and you know what I mean by that is as young as 13, 14, you know, I'm battling everybody in the cafeteria, at the mall, at the movie theater, you know, in the men's room or the supermarket. So, so you live this life. So yeah, I have been in it. And then even on a more competitive level by 17, 18 years old, I was like kind of, and this is really kind of crazier at that point. Now, not so much, but at that point, I was literally traveling around the battle. So like, yo, I know there's a battle competition in Cincinnati, Ohio, right? Going there. And I went there, sc- scrounge up my Chinese New Year money. You know what I mean? There was no Priceline.com at that point. <laughs> I was about so, to say. You know what I mean? Straight so, map quest, that and, 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 and I would fly there to battle. And, you know, sometimes I win, sometimes I take the L, but all of it was me honing the craft, honing the craft. So when people saw me on 106, like, it, it, I think it caught everybody kind of off guard for sure. But, you was but in my tested. mind, I was battle tested. That's why the whole, like, I know why your eyes are chinky, cause you keep staring at my pinky. The audience is like, oh my gosh, that's fire, right? But I'm looking at it like, really, fam? That's your fireball? Right? So, um, and, and, but let me add on to that. That you was always um, cool. That guy's yeah. name, that guy's name is Sterling, too. I like to really add names and dates and specific things. That was the second week. And I, I remember that battle because I feel like of the seven weeks, that was not only just my strongest showing. But that was also, I think, opponent-wise, that was also um, one of the strongest showings from the opponent. Oh, we had, yeah, I hear like a crackling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sorry about that if you hear that good, in, uh, yeah. in, the, in the universe. So off, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, I think... Um, gin electricity right now. <laughs> yeah, think, right? Yeah, Fire. I think that all of these, you know, backstory elements maybe puts it in perspective a bit for the audience at that time. 
that oh so you know this gin has been kind of putting in his 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 work already for a bit. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So, all right, you do the 106 in park. Yeah, and that leads to the Rough Riders. I was going to say, it leads you to Rough Riders. Mm -hmm. Now, at that time, that is... I mean, you can't. I mean, outside of like Rockefeller, you you on the. Oh yeah, at that time, yeah, there, was, you, there was like Rockefeller, Rough Riders, Bad Boy, Murder Inc., Murder Inc., mm-hmm. and then also if we're not talking about like camps, um, yo, it was always a dream for. I, I think you could say rappers of that era. Def it Def was Def. a dream to land at Def Jam. It was a dream to mm-hmm. get scooped up by Neptunes. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. a dream to link up with Timbo, yep. Missy, that camp, mm-hmm. and I was no different. I was definitely of the yo. Any one of these would be a dream come true for me, but without a doubt, the moment that. You know, I, I signed on the dotted line with the R. Oof. I was like, yo, this is something else. You know? I, and, 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 you know, of course, following the signing, I learned that, yo, you know, it's called Rough Riders because, yo, yeah. it shit gets rough. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, like, that like, shit was rough. Yeah. Like, how was that experience, man? <laughs> Dark like, Man X is one of my favorite rappers. Um, so, like, always. Being, I, just, I just, yeah. How is it being around? Okay, here? okay, I'll I put it like this. I think one thing that I always start out with is, um, this is just the reality of my experience. I signed on to the label essentially right at the time that everyone was branching off. Mm. Right. So this is I'm not signing off like when X just I'm not signing on when X just dropped, you know, get at me, dog, yeah. or 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 stop, drop. Like all of that had come and you know, and it, it was ready for wildfire. Like, but by the time I signed and joined the fold, it was when Swiss is starting his label, you know, Got full it. surface. Got he you. signed Cassidy. You know, X has started to, X started a label, Bloodline. That's true. And then the locks was like, yo, we de-blocking. Mm-hmm. And and Rough Riders was always at the core of it, but I looked at it as it's cool that everyone's, you know, like all the I'll put it like this. It's cool that all the big brothers and big sisters, you know, Eve, they're they're branching off and going to college. And I'm coming in as the, you know, the the new kid on the yeah. block. Cause I wasn't on some, I'm coming here to ride on their coattails anyways, right? So yeah, so I, I didn't think too much on it. But now that I look back on it, I think that had an effect in terms of yeah, that thing that Rough Riders was really, really known for, I came into it at a time when that was kind of transitioning out. Mm. So, but that's not to say when I encountered all of these individuals that 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 I just mentioned, everybody was just, yo, like iconic and legendary to me. And meeting them was, you know, a, a monumental moment. From X to Swiss to Eve to Styles P and, and the locks as a whole, Jada, all of these guys, you know, drag on. Of mm. everybody, drag. Yo, of drag. everybody, you know. Me, drag on. Yeah, Burn you know what I mean? Burn I spit these bars to make your head shake. Drag on's <laughs> lyrics, man. Break. Like, I think it's really of then. the whole roster, I don't think there was one that I really got to connect with more than drag. Because I remember there was one, just one particular segment where me and drag was both in Europe for, for a tour. And, you know, it was just like, you know, it was definitely like we they joke about this a lot whenever you see an Asian and a black dude together, like ah rush hour. You know, you know? <laughs> yo, when you see Dragon Jin, you know, in Amsterdam, it's yeah. definitely yo, are they shooting rush hour here? You know, like, spin-off, you know? So all right, speaking oh, about man. rush hour, not speaking about it, but like, you know, you yeah. you you jumped into the, the that, movie scene. Yeah. You know? Um, yo, all of this kind of I love how I don't even have to intentionally segue anything because all of it is intertwined, right? Yeah, like your so life the, was a my, story. My my first thing was probably to uh the Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. So once, oh, yeah, a, once yeah. again, like if you put it in perspective, what are they about to release? Like Fast 9 or something like that, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, all of the characters, like some of them have become parents and, you know, retired and left and the game. it's funny because it was in Miami. R- R- which... Yeah, R.I.P. to Paul Walker, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Who's yeah. such a big part of that that story. I don't even want to call that franchise, but that universe. But um, to me, the the whole getting a role in Too Fast, Too Furious. So, I was, so my point was, they're about to release the ninth one. I was in the second one. Yeah. So that just shows you that <laughs> time. time has passed. But but it, it was actually, um, 
I think that fell in my lap. Like okay. I, cause at that time, like acting and pursuing acting wasn't on my mind. You know mm. what I mean? But if they're like, yo, we about to shoot this too fast, too furious, and you have a chance to go audition with John Singleton, RIP too. Another, you know, another yeah. legendary iconic figure that's gone. Now that I think about it, wow. So, you know, to go in and, and meet John and, and be in the trailer, do my two lines, and they're like, this is the guy. I think that there was a, a, a definitely a hand that Rough Riders had in that. Because I know that John and, and the CEOs of, of Double R, like DNY, mm -hmm. they had a good connection. So nice. I'm sure that there was a nice word that they put yeah, in for me. They're working okay. your favor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm grateful that Ja Rule was like, you know, I'm doing one and I'm out of here. Because <laughs> that's the story too. He did part one. And, and the, the word on the grapevine is that when they asked him to come back, he was like, yo, unless they double or triple my bag, I'm not doing it. Mm. But then next thing you know, it became like the hugest. Every, yeah, people's yeah. bags got quadrupled wow. at this point. Yeah, but Ja is legendary in his own right, and especially in the Fast and the Furious world, because he was in that first one. I know. And he had that classic line, Monica! <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely a meme, but shout out to Ja. And, so uh, it but feels that's, like... That's, that's the acting part of it. And, and at the time when I did it, I think I was more fascinated with the idea of being in, in movies than the actual craft of it. Whereas now, I It'll think in the recent years, about to yeah, ask yeah, yeah, because yeah. I know now, you know, stuff, yeah. you know, we work on a project connected. Bingo. Shout out yeah. to that. Right. Um, and now I feel like your Ash journey. Ash was in that. Ash I was in that. I was in that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you had that line. I gave you a critical line too. Because I was saying, I'll, I, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure people know where to go watch it. But Ash and Steph, Stefana in it. And you know, Without revealing too much, I know you had a line where you're like, "Did he just say?" And then something you say something in yeah, Chinese. Yeah, I said something in Chinese. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot what it was in Chinese. I, 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 I know the line, but I ain't gonna say it for the people. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I had a pivotal moment in the no, whole. It was a short. It was yeah. It was like a ten minute short that Stefan and Ash both. You know, I'm, I'm grateful that they took time out of their their schedules to come be a part of. But it was fun. I yeah. hope y'all thought for it was sure, fun. For sure, for sure. give y'all a little backstory. Uh, the backstory. Yeah, I didn't hear a little bit more a, about this. Did that was invited. Uh, which we entered in a festival mm -hmm. for HBO. Yeah. Yeah. I submitted yeah. it. It's called Connected. Yeah. Um, written, directed. Oh, yeah. By me, yeah. By, by yeah, yeah, you know yeah. yeah. I, it was my first time. And this is just a short. And it's, it's definitely nothing like mind-blowing in terms of production nah, the, the scale. Story. But the story of it was something story I held dearly. Story yeah. I held the story dearly. And and I think that's important. I don't know if I ever told Stefanis, but when I was writing it, I think I told him this when I first sat down with him. I was like, yo, when I was writing this, you was in my mind already. Yeah, you to told me that. Yeah, when you hit me up. Yeah. yeah so, but, um, but to give people backstory how we met. Yes. Comedy Bingo. is 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 was it passion. a mic or was it like a, a, no, like it a, was show. a show? It was a it show. Was a, it was a show uh, at the tri was it the Triad Theater? Uh, uh, is that is it Triad Theater on like seventy something? Seventy second, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that is where we first crossed paths. That's when we first crossed paths, and yeah. then you know we just kept crossing paths. And yeah. the next thing we know, uh, I'll, I'll always remember too uh, that Steph took me one time to um a, we call it I think you called it the gym or like a gym or something. It was a Wednesday night. Oh, it was WCW. a mic. Right? Shout out to Joanna Bradley. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's where I met Ash, I think. Yeah. Either before or after, but I met yeah, Ash. Somebody mixed like it, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, but that, that's the backstory of how me and Stefan connected. Yeah. But I look at all these moments that you have, and then when I see you as a comedian, and I'm like, oh, this is what it was building up to. Yeah. Like your artistry is like you're like you're gonna be a wordsmith till you know you turn. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I just love I just love like yeah, you talking, play, you know yeah, what I mean? You know, and expressing and you, myself. Exactly. Yeah. So your artistry is gonna be there, but like now I feel like the the hip hop element gave you the chops for the comedy element. Yeah. It's because there. now because yeah. comedy's different. Yeah. Like Very. you gotta take punch like you gotta yeah. take those nights where it's just like, oh, rough crowd. Yeah. It's like if you were doing a rap battle, yes. it's like you gotta stand in there and dig so through it. I, I can kinda open a little bit about that, meaning like 
what are some of the things I think having a background in MCN and, and just performing in general has helped me with about the comedy. Uh, but then also some of the things that I felt like I had to almost reprogram myself. I, so I'll start with the things that help. For sure, just being comfortable on stage. Yeah. And just knowing that, yo, when I'm on this stage, whether it's a four-minute mic or I'm doing a seven-minute set, yo, like, this shit is mine. This is my stage. Yeah. I yeah. don't even, you know, like, y'all y'all do whatever y'all want, but I command this. So I think that's something that, you know, was something that God blessed me with just even when I was young. Just a... Even if internally there's the butterflies and the giddies, externally, y'all not going to see it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just that that confidence of like, I command this. So that's something that I think I was able to have just all throughout my my rap career. You know what I mean? From the battling to even transitioning into being a performer in general, just outside of battling. Mm. So as I engage with comedy, I think that that helped, right? In, in a major, major way. Whether it was going to a mic or actually getting on some of these independent shows. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think what I had to reprogram and restructure was a lot of those rapper tendencies you know mm -hmm. the rapper tendencies the mc tendencies and i think um, what are those so you know just like pacing just just because so much to me now that i'm learning uh, there's so many facets to to stand up right? yeah but one out of of the many is definitely the pacing and the timing and and it varies depending on the comic it depends on the the material you know, some some comics of rapid fire, ba 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 ba, and it's like five consecutive laughs. <laughs> some do that. I some, call it the lull you in. Yeah, they yeah. lull you in, and it's maybe like a good thirty seconds before the punch hits. Yep. So that's a big difference with with with, with rap performing, because with rap performing, you kind of all, all come out. If we're talking like the X and the Busta Rhymes and all of yeah. that, and it's fire. like yeah, you know, there's the moments in between where they're talking, but for the most part, it's ah. But but with comedy, I've noticed that is much more crucial, the timing. And then even just this, like aesthetically, yo, rapping for the most part, whether in a battle or, or a performance, there's a beat playing, right? Mm -hmm. So there's something you can kind of lean on a bit. You know, when you forget your lyrics, let's say, and it happens to a lot of people, if, especially if you, have extensive, if you have an extensive catalog, you can let the beat rock and you just be like, all my people on this side. <laughs> yo, Brooklyn, y'all here? So do that. So that's Secrets are out. Now with comics, you can kind of do that, right? Meaning like, if you happen to veer off from your material, if you have the, the knowledge and the ability to, you could do crowd work, yeah, right? But my, my point is, at the end of the day, I love the bareness of this. It's the mic, it's you, your voice, the audience, and nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So no distractions. you either you either rocking them or you know you they rocking you. <laughs> yeah. You see, that's yeah, why yeah. That, and that's why I said, you know, today's topic was first of his name, because yeah. again, I'm only looking at the lens of what we know in regards of like our culture. Yeah. yeah. And in regards of an artist that I can say within the Asian community that most aligns. You like there's more there's other Asian co comedians. Uh comedians, yeah. yeah that but, I know of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a multitude oh, of Asian sure. comedians. Yeah. For sure. But at the same time, I feel like your journey within like the black community and hip hop is more organic and it's more genuine because you've lived it. I see what you mean. And yeah. you know what I mean? So when I say first year, I see you as again a pioneer, a trailblazer. Like your story, you have an Asian background, but at the same time, you got more of a <laughs> I get what you're getting yeah. at. Like, I, I think if I can kind of like piggyback off what you're saying, like, yes, I'm as Asian as they come. Like, like, and I say that on multiple levels, meaning like if we're talking like very, um, if we're talking like to the meat and bones of it, like I speak Chinese, I yeah. eat with chopsticks and I'm not saying any of that means that you're more Asian, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but let's be real. That shit yeah, yeah. is bad Asian. That's not Asian. Yeah. <laughs> I eat with chopsticks, yeah. I eat rice, I eat the duck feet, if you, I eat the chicken If feet, your hands ain't so. trembling after a while holding chopsticks, man, I mean like there you, you're go. ready for so it. So yeah. what I mean by, by, by all of that is like on a external, very surface level, I'm mad Asian. But to me, what's more important internally, I'm mad Asian too. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm very in touch. And this is something that I feel is also 
a God-given gift too, just as a young person. Even though I was born and raised here in the States, I just always had an innate connection with my people, you know what I mean? My right. motherland, you know yeah. what I mean? My motherland. Yeah, you know? no, you have, we don't have a motherland. Of course. This is not our, our motherland. motherland. Absolutely not. This is the melting This is the other land. The other and land. we were born. I was. You were born here, right? Yeah. Everybody was born in the states, yeah. and there's a natural connection to this place. But if we're honest, this is not our motherland. So, but for me, I, I even at a young age. I just, you know, I watch The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I watch Step by Step. Mm. But I also love watching movies from Hong Kong. I love watching, you know, TV sitcoms from Hong Kong, from, you know, from, from, from China. So to me, those were the things that really shaped and shifted me as a young person. Um, and to me, that's kind of more important than the surface level stuff. Yeah. You know, they're using chopsticks, you know, I mean. But the point you were making is that as Asian as I am on that sense, um, I don't put it past anybody or myself for a second that my claim to fame, so to speak, or my breakthrough as far as my career and my craft um, is centered in a very non-Asian culture, yeah. environment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, the best way to put it, I got my big break on black entertainment television. Oh, yes. Like, yeah. You so you like, can gong right there. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Think about it. You know how hard it is to get accepted uh, in another... Yeah. You have to be You're basically saying amazing. another community is going to accept you and yeah. propel you and yeah. they're accepting you because they're like, yo... He gets our craft, he gets our culture, and he's doing it. That's in what an I hope. That's what I hope. Yeah, we hope. Like I think, um, from a young age, and then especially as I got into the music game, it was a complete learning process for me. From from the younger age to getting in the game, because I think when you're younger, I don't know, y'all. Everybody, I think, might have these experiences too, regardless of the Asian or not Asian or any ethnicity. Is that Yo, sometimes things aren't as complex as they seem. It's as you get older that it becomes more complex. Yeah, I, yeah. So mm -hmm. when I was 13 or 14, I'm just thinking about my rhymes and Spitting being the nice. The mm -hmm. bars and yo, we could battle and that's it. But it really isn't until I get into the game and I'm on this big platform getting signed, doing interviews that, and this is rightfully so too, because it's just part of the narrative and the story. But that's when the complexion and the identity. That's matters more. Everyone it's like, wants so to know. So Jen. How does it feel being referred to as, you know, the Asian Chinese Eminem? Right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's better than being referred to as the yellow Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta take your wins when you yeah, can, right? You know, yeah. you know the yellow Eminem, they always make him look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But ironically, the yellow one is the taller one, yeah. right? Yeah. And the blue one's the short one. But so so that stuff, in the brain. that For stuff real. I had to learn in real time, which is how to how to how to navigate through that and find peace in myself about, yo. You know your identity. You know you're in a culture and participating and hopefully contributing to a culture that 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 is not necessarily of your own. But um, there's there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. Just being honest with yourself, I think. Yeah. You know? Has been so. Has it ever been a, a negative factor? Like has? Oh yeah, there has it? been. There has been. And I think that also there's no discrimination in that sense to the negative factor. So what I mean is, as much as I feel like it was so much love, let's use the 106 in Park. Uh, spot as a launching point. So yeah, it's BET. So through BET, without a doubt, I'm being exposed to a very specific demographic. Yeah. Right? So, you know, yo, at that time, if I'm walking down Jamaica Ave, I'm walking, you know, Flatbush, you know, wherever, Manhattan, Times Square, 40 Deuce, it's definitely, yo, that's my man Jay, you know what I mean? And 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 I was not oblivious to that. It was a very specific demographic. Um, But I also... I didn't think too much about it myself. I wasn't like, oh yeah, I came up on BET, Black <laughs> Entertainment Television. That wasn't just something that I would gloat about or feel like I needed to emphasize. I was just like, that's a given fact. It is what it is. Yeah. However, that's not to say that there was no resistance. There was definitely resistance. And I'm saying that the resistance was 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 clear across the board too. So you definitely had people that were non-Asian that were like, yo, who's this 
you know, who's this Chinese kid coming in and trying to, you know, take our stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah, that. Yeah. It, it seems like it's more prevalent now because everybody has a platform on social media to voice that. Yeah. But that's not new. That's existed. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Now that I said is with in regards to the non-Asians, but let's not be naive. I'm not naive. Yo, even within the Asian community. I was going to ask yeah. you. Like, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how, are you overall, take, how are you accepted there? Yeah, I think like, what caught me off guard is overall, dude, they, they lifted me up higher than I, than I saw coming. That's so amazing. across the board, the Chinese community, Vietnamese, Filipino, Korean, Cambodian, you know, Hmong, Laos. There's just so many like awesome, diverse. Like, they, like if you were to just call them, they would all be Asians. Yeah. But if you really break it down, each one has a very specific culture, cool. history, specific language. Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 they all were just like, yo, I don't care if you're talking about learning Chinese, man. You Asian, I'm Asian. So I'm rocking you. with you because you're the closest to something that I've seen that looks like me. But so, I, but I saw that love, like when we did connected. You know, yeah. when you sent out a tweet saying we need extras, or when you yeah. people like, came so, out, yeah, thirty minutes before. It wasn't even that they just came <laughs> out. When they came out, every like. You know, it was, it was a bunch of, it was more yeah. younger kids, but yeah, 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 every, yeah. every person had a story where they were like, yo, you inspired me. When I saw you on when this. When I saw you, yeah, I saw you yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. When you did this, you inspired me. And, yeah. and, and that's what I'm looking, and I know, again, it's hard for you to look at it when you're in the moment. Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking from the outside going like, yo, yeah, hell yeah. he doesn't realize, I mean, I know you realize it to an extent, yeah. but I'm like, yo, his impact. He doesn't know how dope so, this shit is. so like. It's beyond you. Yo, you know? I went, I, uh, you know, sometimes, yo. You, you, I know it's hard sometimes you, to. And also you, you can't deny when things feel like they're serendipitous. So just today, I didn't plan this, but before coming to meet y'all earlier this afternoon, I went to the Museum of Chinese America that they have in Chinatown. So I don't blame y'all for being like, what? Because I didn't even know it existed, right? Uh, but some people, from New York. Google? But some, but some people um, in the last few months, they've been going there and they've been tagging me in a photo because there's an exhibit of me in oh. the museum. Wow. See? So you want to go check okay, that out. So let me get to my story. So I see these tags and I'm like, what on earth is this? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, what's this little glass case with pictures of my album in there? You know what I mean? So uh, I come to find out that it's a physical museum in Chinatown. It's been around for like probably 20, 30 years, but it's been constantly renewed and refurbished. Yeah. But today I kind of just went like on some field trip expedition type. Let me you know, see what's yeah, I didn't tell him I was coming. I walked in and it's just this amazing, it's an amazing space where, yo, they do an amazing job just kind of covering a lot. So forget about the fact that there's an exhibit about me. They just cover kind of the Chinese, specifically the Chinese experience here in America. In mm. in 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 every regard, from the entertainment aspect to yo, when we came here as 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 yo, essentially like slaves, like yeah. laborers, right? Yeah. Um, the earliest ones and probably the most notable, no notable is um to construct a what we call the modern day railway yeah. railroad system that mm -hmm. runs across America. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, and I I don't bring that up to be like, yeah, we you know we paid our dues here too. <laughs> but being that. but but being in the museum today definitely opened my eyes to the fact that yo, this stuff is history. Mm -hmm. And if you if you ask me, did I hear about or learn about any of this in my junior high class? Never. Columbus. They don't teach you that. They didn't tell me that that's how we originally came here. So I and I, I don't want to be that guy to ever be like yo, I, you know, victim mentality and perpetuating things that are negative. But, but it's the truth. Though. As I get older, yeah, I'm trying to find that balance where, you know, I'm a father now. I got kids too, especially. And I think I'm pig I'm using this sentiment to piggyback over what you're talking about, Steph, which is, it's, it's not until you're staring at an exhibit with your album and your interviews inside that you really are able to have a somewhat out-of-body experience physically and be like, Shit, this is what it was all about all these years. You know what I mean? Because that yeah. wasn't the that wasn't the motivation from the get-go. Motivation not. was like, yo, I'm trying to get this paper, mm -hmm. I'm trying to bag these honeys, you know, hopefully get to the Grammys, billboard charts, and, and you know, but then when 
things don't kind of pan out that way and you start being like, man, where did I go wrong? What happened there? It's stuff like this that lets you see, oh, maybe there was something that was bigger than your own desires. Yeah, you know? I was going to say, like, I yeah. feel like, you know, you everything is turning you to the the gin you will be in a sense. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah. right now you're in a space where it seems like your focus is going to be creating content, right? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you, you're, 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 you're painting that picture, you're navigating, you're stretching your muscles in a sense. Yeah. Like we did connect a bit in my head. We I'm did looking at it. it and, and I feel like, in, you know, you can go, we'll, we'll send the link, which you can watch mm-hmm. it. I'm like, why isn't this guy creating more? I got <laughs> you know what I mean? I got or maybe you do have things in the pipeline. Yeah. Um, dude, um, thank you for letting me have this platform to kind of forget about sharing with the audience, man. Just sharing with y'all three brothers, man. For real. Like, um, I think for me, if it just feels like it's been a never ending, ongoing work in progress slash exploration stage that I've been in. Okay. Like, I feel like I've just always been on route somewhere. I'm on route somewhere. Not sure and I where. feel like only now, 2019, even sitting here with y'all today, more and more, little by little, I feel like I'm transitioning out of that on route stage. Nice. And I'm getting to a space where I like, yo, I see clearer and clearer what my voice is in all of this. Not only just as an Asian American, of course, that's without a doubt, like that's gonna be something that that's just there. that's part of me, yeah. yeah. But I'm talking about just as a creator in general. I was gonna say you know you're I mean? a very creative person. So what that means is, um, so the last few years, just to kind of give it a bit of backstory, I have been in China. Mm-hmm. So the big moment that I kind of transitioned to China was around the time that I split up with Rough Riders. So I split with Rough Riders in like 06. And this is a big chunk of the story that I think to the general public they don't know. Yeah. Not that they would After know. After freestyle, Friday, yeah, because none, yeah, none of this is yeah, because none of this is not. You know what I mean? They know I I, I did one hundred six. Mm-hmm. They know I signed with the R. They know I said y'all better learn Chinese. Yep. And then vanished. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and you know, know where I went? I went to learn Chinese. Mm. That was the moral of the story. From your motherland. How can I tell people to learn Chinese if I can't speak that? Shit? <laughs> that is a true <laughs> call. So I um I parted ways with Rough Riders in 06. and then it was like oh seven that I really had a breakdown moment. You know, I always say that was when I was at my lowest of the lows, you know, just like, and it's really indicative of how much I valued just my identity as a rapper, as a rap star, you know, and all of that. Cause literally I watch all of that just slip through the crack of my hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 07, um, yo, I was just kind of in a dark place, you know, and, 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 but I still was like, yo, I need to be a man, right? So I was always just like, yo, I'm about to really fill this form and head over to, to Home Depot and see if I could get me one of them little orange robes. You know what I mean? Because I got to do something. I can't just be hiding in, in, in this basement all day. That's true. And, um, but yo, it just, it, it never got to that because for some reason or another, an opportunity like kind of would pop up out of the blue. You know, a college in, 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 in Sacramento would be like, hey, we want to invite you in to come do a mini performance. You know what I mean? And we don't have much budget, but you know, our school club gives us a $500 budget and a flight and a hotel and yeah, and, hey. and actually there's no hotel but we can put them in one of the frat houses <laughs> hey. and yo so now on the verge of going to home depot gin i was like yo that's fire i'm there yeah. you know what i mean like am i flying out of LaGuardia or jfk you know what i mean so there was that season and as much as i tried to put up a front i think people close to me could tell that it was tearing me apart so it was like a year of that and then 08 is is the moment i went to china and now it's just also, yeah, it's some, some, a company, not a company, but Universal Records in, in Hong Kong was like, hey, would you like to come to Hong Kong and release music in Cantonese, like release your Cantonese uh, album? Because around that time, I also just out of, just out of sheer needing to create, to create, 
I recorded an album in, in Cantonese, in Chinese. Mm. Well, oh, wow. Ch so just to clarify for a lot of people too, when you hear people say, yo, you speak Chinese, you speak Chinese, Chinese itself isn't the language. Yeah, about that. Right? Yeah. So there's Cantonese, which is what I grew up, and then uh, Mandarin, which is what Pat is uh, fluent in. Right? <laughs> of course. After yeah. your six years Asian in Beijing. Listen, right? Listen. You, you came back too, Just right? got back. Well, I got to hear about that. Before <laughs> we wrap that. up, I need to know oh, about yeah, I got some Pat's stories, Beijing right? tales. <laughs> But yeah, I went. Um, I can I could definitely condense this. Condense this. I went to Hong Kong in 08. I thought it was gonna be like two three months. Yo, I ended up staying like five years. And and off the strength of that first album, it 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 allowed me to to dive into film acting, TV hosting, doing TV series. You know, my my face on the side of a bus with the juice pack. You know mm, what I mean? Nice. Like my my face next to the Holland. Well, not the Holland Tunnel, but but they're you know Holland I mean? Tunnel. Yeah, they're yeah, Holland yeah, yeah. Tunnel. Mm. Um, next to the Holland Tunnel with the credit card, you know, like this is the credit card. So, so that was my world. You was Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I was Morgan Freeman. Um, and I was that 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 Sprint uh, PCS guy. Oh, yeah. you know what I, mean? <laughs> I made the switch. Oh, in Chinese, that's <laughs> But yo, let me let me really just hit the nail on the head. I say everything I just said about like yo, just the come up in China, really just to drive one point home, which is like. Sometimes, man, like you think your journey is about arriving at one place and then it's really after you arrive at that place and, you know, like shit falls apart that you realize that, man, that was really just to set me up but for that. That wasn't even the journey. You know what I mean? Yep. Yes. So, so, so essentially everything I'm describing is the stuff I was doing in Hong Kong was the stuff that I always dreamed about here doing in the here. States. Yeah. But I guess, you know, timing or all of these different things, you know made it unfold the way it did. And then when I came back, this, and this kind of segues into when I meet when I meet you, Stefan, because yeah. it's really after this four or five year run in Hong Kong um, that I come back and then that kind of veers into the stand-up world. That's when I'm like, yo, I need to find something to, to continue this output and creativeness because my son was born. And that's really, so if you're like, well, what was the thing that made you leave Hong Kong? Um, yo, the bags were great, right? Great bags. Uh, and just forget about the career stuff. I feel like just as a man, I, I was arriving at a better space, space too. Like I got engaged and married and, and all of that while I was out there. Not oh, out nice. there, but that all unfolded while I was out that there. Journey that journey put you in there. Yeah, exactly. So I come back, my son's born, and that was another 180 shift. I go from being Morgan Freeman on the Holland Tunnel to, you know, coming back here and kind of being back you know, and, and citizen, citizen level. 3 a.m. Oh, feedings. Yeah, right. 3 a.m. feedings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm just walking down the street like a regular pedestrian. And it's great. I love it because I just feel like balance is important. You know what oh, I mean? Because yeah. when I was in Hong Kong, like too much of that, oh my God, yeah. MC Chan. And you know, of course, it's all in, oh, Yang Chan, we can hang ma. That's a Chinese, yeah. I wish we could add subtitles. I think we got that. Oh, we got that. <laughs> but I'm just saying the balance of coming back and, you know, going to Ikea and nobody's looking at me. Nobody. Get that you know flower I mean? pot you wanted. Get that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> get, no. my, get the my Swedish you put meatballs. Together? The, yeah. And the sweetest meatballs from the food court. For real. Got to get the sweetest Got to get those. Um, and this all leads into the comedy thing. Because the comedy thing was, um, I just did a Google search one day. I was like, New York City open mics. And I found, uh, I don't know if we want to plug them. It was a laughing Buddha mic. Okay. Right? And and my first open mic was a Laughing Buddha mic. And probably the first four or five bringer shows that I did were Laughing Buddha bringer shows. And then I started doing bringer shows pretty much for everybody that would let me do a bringer show. And I'm like, yo, I'm full running gunning. And then doing open, you know, trying to hit three to four open mics a day, right? And and, and that's where I, I crossed paths with Steph. Yep. And I think that was a very important part of this journey too, because um it just let me see that, yo, it's a marathon. 
RIP Nip, right? Like it's yeah. a marathon, well. and you know, and I and I had to really humble myself, and I had to tell myself, yo, all that MC Gin, Rough Rider, that's cool. You can use it in your material, but don't for a second think that that's gonna be the thing that carries you into this, because yeah. cause you either funny or you not. You know what I mean? Yep, you right. either yeah. you either master this craft or you don't. That stuff is part of your journey and your persona, but don't think you can come in here like I'm MC Jim from Rough Riders yeah, and you, you know all like... of that. Too fast, too furious. That don't mean nothing here, you yeah. know. And and it, and it showed itself yeah. at Mike's and at oh, I, yeah. I, one of my most vivid bombs. I've only honestly because I haven't been doing it for long. I'm only about two and a half years in, right? Yeah. But I've had like I would say two to three really drastic bombs. The one that will always be ingrained in my mind. And I always remember it because it was following a specific individual. It was following Pete Davidson. Oh! oh. Right? So this is at Gotham Comedy Club. That's you know, a one of their one. one of new talent nights. And, you know, it was a bringer for me. You know what I mean? I had, I, you know, I brought in like 10 yeah, people, whatever, people. my 10 to 15, you know. <laughs> and um, all of a sudden, Mr. Davidson does a dropping. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm not thinking too much. I'm like, oh, snap, Pete, right? Bumps Yo. you. So, you know, the, the the manager of the night, he's like, oh, yeah, so before you go on, Pete's going to go on and do whatever he's going to do. And I'm like amped. I'm like, oh, cool. I get to, I get to watch Pete Davidson, like, in the cut. He he does what he does, kills it, wins the room, you know, uh, masturbation jokes, you know. <laughs> Yo, it's, 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 it's him, right? And I'm not surprised by it. But then it's like, all right, give it up for your next comic. Here I come up. This was what I learned in real time is that, yo... You need to know the temperature of the room mm -hmm. before you get into your joints. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And that is such a crucial thing. Uh, the, the, the term is called, uh, you usually say you preheat the oven. Yeah. So like in comedy, you so want to make sure you... The reason I referenced that whole masturbation, because he had one bit that was real. It was hilarious as hell. I think it was about like, yo, jacking off at Six Flags or something like that. You know what I mean? And he's crushing it. And I'm watching. I'm laughing too. But then here I come up and I think I, I just didn't read it with any expertise as far as there's no way I can go from that and with no warning whatsoever just jump into my shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Gotta address and, the room. And yo, and and this is one this is why to me it was a a, a, a tricky bomb. Cause to me, this wasn't even one of those horrible, horrible bombs where it's like, boo, get <laughs> off. It wasn't that. It was one of those where I, I did my whole six like and a, a half cough. minutes. Yeah, like, or random. <laughs> I did my whole six and a half minutes to where the light came on, but this was one of those bombs where literally by the seconds going by, by the by the minute going by, I felt the life of the room just being sucked out. Uh, Damn. You know what I mean? Shang Tsung Street. Yeah, and and so that's my, and you know I'm sure there will be more of those to come. You know what I mean? But that's <laughs> my one for now. Bro. You ain't gonna never stop bombing the Pete Davidson bomb. So I I, I go home every night. I just play uh. <laughs> Meet the parents. I'm like, bomb, 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 bomb. I'm a bomber dude. I just play that before I go to bed. Like, you're going to be bombing your life. Yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, what's what's next? I mean, I know we spoke about, you know, writing. Yeah, creating. well, I think um, what's next really is tied into a lot of what I've talked about already, right? So, you know, even in this little bit of time that I've been sitting here with y'all fellas, a lot of it has been about, yo, this is what happened during that. This was my mindset during that. This is what brought me to China. This is what brought me back. So I think that is all definitely, there's bulk and bulk and bulks of material in there. And when I say material, I mean whether it's in the form of stand-up, whether it's in the form of rhymes, whether it's in the form of a short story, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think the next step for me is to really just like, to, 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 to gear up, you know what I mean? And, and channel these things out. Yeah, so, so Yeah, exactly. So tap into yourself. Tap yeah. into myself and, and see, yo, what medium is good for what thing? Mm -hmm. There's definitely aspects of this whole whole journey that I feel like are 
ideal for stand-up. You know what I mean? Just as far as like, yo, how how transparent do you want to be, Jin? You know what I mean? Like I mean, when you, you went to China, happened. when you went to China, really what happened? Mm-hmm. Tell us, you know what I mean? And to me, that's where the funniest gems Anything are. Anything crazy happened in China? You yeah, I mean, I don't even know about that culture shock, to be honest with well, you. Well, Pat, that, yeah, I mean, like, I, I mean, I, I, I mean I, I, it's a mutual. So you, you spent time there. That was a culture shock to you. And it was. I want, I want to hear both of y'all culture shock. Yeah, I, I'm actually I more interested in... What brought you to, to Beijing? Pat? So uh, one of my best friends... Uh, What's her name? Samantha. Uh, so she lived... She worked out in uh, Beijing for okay. a couple of years. So uh, I'm one of those friends where if you want to travel somewhere, if you want to go somewhere and, and work or live, I encourage you because I'm going to go visit you. Yeah. Because all I need is that couch. Yeah. So, right? So she was like, oh, I'm going to Beijing. I'm like, you know what? Let me go ahead and check it out. Is Samantha Chinese or no? No, she's not. Okay. She's she just worked born, out there. She's, she's black, born and raised in okay. Long Island. So it was, she just was working out there. <laughs> okay. Uh, so as long as you was, was able to speak, you speak English, like uh-huh. they wanted you. Got right? you. So she had one of those deals. Uh, and I was like, you know, let me go ahead and check it out. So I went out there and I'm like, all right, cool. This is uh, different. Yeah. You know, the fact that like, you know, I can't walk up to anybody and just try to speak English. Like I'm trying to like use my Google Translate Boy. and figure it out. I got my ni hao and I got my sheshe ni. That's all I got. Uh, okay. You know? uh, I got ni hao. Sheshe ni. This like, was your first trip there. So yeah. So no, okay. no, this... This last trip was my third trip. There. Oh, okay, okay. So like okay. you know, you got uh, some so I kind got of some, some experience. I got some, yeah, under I got your some belt. experience yeah. out there. But uh, for me, the culture shocks were uh, encountering the Shaolin toilets. Okay, um, the, you know the squat toilets. The squat toilets, because okay. I'm like you know, for me, I'm like I open up a bathroom stall and I expect to see my 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 toilet. Yeah. Apparently, the toilet is a the, Western toilet. Your throne. Because otherwise, you expect to see the throne. That's what I expect. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, okay, the porcelain throne. The so porcelain go, throne. When you go in there, the Shaolin toilets is basically like what you expect to see the toilet. You look all the way down and it's just it's the hole. It's just a hole in just the whole floor. floor. Yeah. So 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 here's so you gotta the, hit the hole. No, I mean, so well, you gotta squat, squat. You gotta squat. So the science. You gotta squat. You gotta squat. I didn't trust myself to squat. You gotta sumo it. But the science of it is that if you if you really were to like look at it from a scientific perspective. That's the best way to do it. That is the best way both for the human, the, the process of yep. it, but also hygiene, hygiene, hygienically, hygienically also, because you're not making contact with anything. Facts. True. You know, it's just the whole, but I'll say that right now, um, those still exist. And yeah, I'm, I'm kind of proud those still exist because, you know, that's I'm like, impressed. yo, we're China and we don't care how progressive the world is. We stick into our guns. Facts. However, what's happening more is that in Beijing and a lot of the bigger metropolis cities, it's Western when you go into it, there's multiple stalls. So yes. they might alternate it. You might see the porcelain thrown in one. Mm-hmm. The next one's the, the the Shaolin squat. That's what I see. You know, so, so I mean, it's good. It's progressive. Yeah, my, uh, the, way my, the way my knees and ankles are set up, I can't did do Shaolin have, squat. Let me ask you this, yo. Did you have, I guess this would be the ultimate culture shock. And I mean, I would even be like, I apologize on behalf of my ancestors for this. But did you have those where like a Chinese person will come yes. up to you and just be like, can just, we take a photo with you? I'm going to say yes because I know exactly what you're saying. So but, what was that for you? So at first I was like, all right, cool. Because I heard about it. I heard rumors about it. So I'm like, you feel like a celebrity, and they just yeah. try to walk up. You might, you know, they say, hey, you know, can I take a picture yeah. with you? I'm like, you know what? Sure. As yeah. long as I, I can sign your boobs. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the only way you can do it, right? right? Like, I mean, come on, I'm not a monster, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so, uh, so I got had that encounter. I'm like, all right, cool. And then after like the third time, I was like, nah, I'm cool. And what my issue was is the ones that didn't ask you, they kind of just immediately just walk up to you, try to take a selfie, put an arm around you. I'm like, my man, come on, dogs. You, you, you're not going to Was there any engagement at all about, did you ask him like, who do you think I am? Like, or, or were you just like, oh, y'all just want to take a picture with a black man? That's what, that's what I figured. In my mind, I'm like, they just want to take a picture with a black man. I didn't know who they thought I was. They probably, the range probably went from, oh, snap. Anthony, Anthony, it's like, Anthony oh, shit. Anthony, uh, oh, oh, is the oh, from, uh, uh, <laughs> is, is the dad from, uh, Blackish. That's funny, because my last Relationship was uh someone who's not with Anthony Anderson. Huh? That'd be weird. <laughs> oh, no, no. Be that weird. She was half, 
She's half Chinese, half black. But her dad was like full, like a Chinese man, full Chinese man. Oh, okay. So like when I would go to her house, every time he oh, see me, he'd be like, "Huh, Chris Tucker." Damn. <laughs> every time he saw me, he would just say, "Huh." Chris and Tucker. Steph's like, "Oh my god, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come here tomorrow. Like, yo, I, I got yo. one. So if we're exchanging motherland tales. So I had the opportunity to go to um, South Africa, like oh. recent, like uh, maybe less than a year ago, maybe six months ago. It was for work, but uh, it was my first time in South Africa. And I'd be lying if I said I didn't go there with some sort of preconceived notion. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wasn't like, yo, I'm going to get off and it's going to look like, you know, Pride Land, you know what I mean? And I'll run into Timon and Pumbaa at the airport. <laughs> but I definitely expected it to be like... Yo, like like a certain thing. Not only just visually. That's what the media but, shows, oh, You yeah. know what I mean? But I got to say, completely shattered. You know what I mean? I got off and the first thing I saw when I walked out the terminal. McDonald's. Oh, Starbucks. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I saw a big ass sign. Free Wi-Fi. Airport login. I'm like, oh, we good. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess this is more reflective of, because I was in South Afri Africa. You know, I was in Johannesburg, South Africa. Um, but I'm sure there's parts of the 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 land geographically where it's, where still it's more. Yeah, there's still <laughs> yeah. more. Um, you can call it more or more traditional and yeah. not as fully developed. But the one culture shock moment for me, which I, I guess shows you that all of these things we're talking about, whether it's Pat in Beijing and the random Chinese person is like, picture, picture, right? Picture Anthony it's Anderson. It's universal, Anthony Anderson. <laughs> I was in Mickey D's, right? And I'm waiting in line and it's jam-packed. It's like a, you know, like a Wednesday afternoon and it's like a holiday, right? And there's these two little African kids, right? like natives. You could tell they're native. And I don't mean because, you know, they were like butt naked. I mean, I mean, like, they, was, they was dressed. But you could just tell that they were not visitors. They were not foreigners to, to South Africa. Yeah. And yo, for like a good three to four minutes, they just staring at me. Now, my guess is that they're brother and sister. So the sister's the older one. She's like nine. The little brother's like six, right? And they're just both dead ass staring at me. I look back at them with like a, a, a polite glance and smile. After I do that, the sister bends down to the brother and like whispers something. Right? And then like, yo, I, I, I confirmed afterwards that they were talking about me. Right? Because when I, I, I walked up to them to say hi, they were just like, yeah, I can't believe you're here. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, nice. So the, the exchange was pleasant. But without a doubt, as I walked away, I just couldn't help but wonder who the hell they thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking too. I'm like, Ni hao Kaila. I like Ni hao Kaila. But my point is, like, I didn't blame them at all. And you I didn't feel not. any like, know. yo, you know what I mean? Because, like, you know, like, I would there's a potential, and I'm, I'm kind of flattered by this. I could be the first Chinese person they've ever seen in yeah, real life. That's very true. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. sometimes I think if you take those type of scenarios and put it in perspective, you can't be mad. There's, there's pure. Obviously, there's pure bigotry and hatred and 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 and, and evil ignorance. Yeah. But there's something different for just they've never been exposed and never experienced it. And nobody ever told them, hey, yo, just running up to a black man and and, and snapping a picture because you've yeah. never seen one. That's not, not really cool. Just ask you know me mean? first, you know what I mean? Or take yeah. me to dinner first or something. You know uh, yeah, you know what I mean? So if I ever see those that brother and sister again, I need to get to the bottom of it. And be like, <laughs> who do you think I am? Jeremy Lin? <laughs> nah, okay, I'm like five feet shorter than Jeremy. Oh, no way. That's your boy, though. That's my man, though. That's you your know, boy. and I don't know when this will this. Yo, by the time this airs, my man might have a ring. It's cool. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I don't care how many minutes he played. He got a ring. Exactly. He got a ring. You know? I, I mean, how tight are you guys? If you don't mind yo, I, I I I don't mind, and 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 it's uh it's kind of a privilege and also something that I I, I cherish that I can say, yo, he's a good friend. He's a good friend, and and nice. not only just a good friend, but he's a, a brother. Like I, you know, there's what not many people. I'll be like, yo, that's my brother, brother. Yeah. Tell him I and, said Linsanity was one of the 
That was oh. it. One of the moments yep. I will never forget yeah. in New York history. I mean, me, I think... Me, me and well, Stefan, we bonded through... We bonded through Oh, y'all bonded through Yeah, like we met around that time. So, yeah. Linsanity was his 106 in Park. Yo, that... Got it. See? There you go. Got it. First of his name! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, shout out to Jay and, and whatever happens for him, whether it's in Toronto or wherever his, his, back. his career it. brings him. Yeah. Think about it. He's a free agent, Shumper and Melo. We're going to get the band back Full circle? Bring the band back together? Full circle back, man. Yo, shout out to Jay, man. He's yeah, a good dude. He's a good and, dude. That's and, what's up. And, and I think through his trials and tribulations, man, I can't I can't really think of anyone who on a human level could have dealt with it, dealt with it with as much kind of resilience and and mental strength that he had. I mean, he's human too. Yeah. But yeah, you know, like, yo, to go from like insanity without a doubt was the moment where it just took him crazy. to a whole yeah. like, yo, he was on like Time magazine for that. You know what yeah. I mean? So I it's not and even it was, fair to me to say that that was his 106 because what he did, because the NBA is a whole nother beast. You NBA know what I mean? is a whole nother and, and well, I think it's that comparable though, but yeah. Yeah, the, to the rap game, yeah, there's there's similarities. But I think that my point is for me as a friend, but also just as a fan and an observer, I don't think any of us can ever fathom what that looks like to go from the bench to being not that. even the bench to go to like the D league yeah like four D league four like four D league teams somebody that might not even be in the Bingo. league but then you know yo the 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 thing to that be is ready, the though. waves the waves yes. that is life you have to put and in the here, work and here he is now you know not to dwell on it but he's in a point where his career I think you know he, he just wants to play ball and I think yeah. that's yeah. he's still there yeah he's still thing that's I was gonna say he's still he just wants to play ball so I remember when he went to Houston I was like. That's crazy because I know he, got he, the contract. he essentially was 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 following up on the Yao Ming wave, mm-hmm. yeah. and they wanted him to be like Tight, the Asian face. Yeah. yeah, And he didn't he didn't speak the language. Yeah, I mean, yo, he, <laughs> he, he he he's been in Charlotte, he's been in. Um, I'm bugging. Was he in Denver or no? He no was he? Okay. No, he wasn't in Denver. Okay, he was in Charlotte. Houston, he was Charlotte. in Houston. He was in Golden State. Yeah, was um, it Atlanta? He was in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, he was a hawk. Yeah, My, yo. My man's he been around. That's, maybe that's what I should have done. After Rough Riders, I should have <laughs> went to Rockefeller. I should have been like, yo, cash money. Like, yeah, just yeah, let, yeah, me get, yeah, let me get a one-month trial. Yeah, you should have just hopped around. Trip Daddy, you should have been... Slip and slide? You from Miami. Slip and slide right there. Was there ever a connection with Trip? There was. There was. There was. And it's only because if you talk about hip-hop legends in Miami... There's a bunch, but there's like two to three that are at the forefront. And Trick Daddy, without a doubt, is yeah, right. one of them. Especially so I, for my era. You I'll know, be I'm, wrong I, if I don't I, do this right now. Top five. Of what? Rappers. Oh, I could do it. I could do it. Oh. I, it was always challenging, but I don't know if this has to do with me getting older. But I, I can definitely very vividly say. So, um, for sure, for sure, Nas okay. to me. Perfect. Um, on everybody's list, I hope. Black, <laughs> black Thought. From Ooh, the okay. roots. That, okay. That's, that's what I've been one. hearing more lately. Okay. He, he's not new to me. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so, I've been hearing more. Nas. Black Thought, um, top five for sure. I, I would say Hove. Okay. Got it. Hove. Uh, I would say Eminem. Cool. Um, and the fifth spot, I'll round it out with, I'll round it out with, with LL Cool J. And, and there's a specific reason for LL because LL is specific in the sense that I, I just can't shake the fact that, yo, uh, his record, like, like Mama Said Knock You Out. That's really the the one. That's the that iconic. was the that was the one that made that that birthed MC Jim. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, okay. You know cool. the eleven year old. You know you see him in the ring with the with the the boxing. You know the robe on and he's spitting and essentially yo yo like Mama said knock you out is, is a battle rap record. I you got know a what story I mean? for uh, uh, if y'all want to hit. It. I'm yeah yeah sure. Can't say that. You can't say that. So here's a groundbreaking yeah. moment uh, uh, on 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 in the stash podcast. I don't think I've ever uh, definitively. 
unfolded a, a my top five, and I think that was it. So that's gonna <laughs> be my top five, you know, going forward. That's it. That's it. That's it. Etching the stone. Eminem is on it, so I gotta go. For right. sure. Yeah. All right, maybe we should save this story. I don't know. Let's save this story. All right. So my mother works in Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. She's probably like twenty something at the age. Yo, can we? This is a real show, right? Yeah, it's a real show. Hey. Um. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm leaving. I'm leaving the podcast now. <laughs> Guys, chill. <laughs> Say that again. Oh, okay. Okay. Put him on the phone. Hello, Chance. Hey, what's up, Chance? Chance. Uh, yeah. You gotta go downstairs and go to bed. That's it. I don't want no ifs, ands, or buts. I'm coming home now. Okay. You know about that. Okay. okay. So um, I'll be home. I'm, I'll probably be home before you go to bed, but you need to go downstairs, okay? Okay. Okay. Who's your favorite rapper of all time? He left already. When going live goes wrong. That's amazing. I love that. I Shout love out that. to being a parent. That was a perfect moment. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, that was amazing. I don't know. Viewers gonna be like, "What just happened?" Right, I'll make this. Real, I'll make this story real quick. Uh, so uh, my mother, my mother's in Midtown. She's yeah. walking. She's walking. Some dude trying to holler at some dude trying to holler at her. Yeah. She's not paying him any money. He's like, "Come on, get your number. Get your number." She don't pay him any money. She don't get any money. Her homegirl's like, "Just go say hi." She's like, "I don't want to say nothing." Come to find out, it was LL Cool J <gasps> trying to kick it to my mom's. Oh, that could have been your pops. That could have been. That could have been, been your pops. Say, you know Did he find out that he was in too deep? Oh. oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, it's peace. Okay. That's a dope story, though. I'm like, Mom, how you gonna say shit? I ain't know who he was. Uh, Can't go high. <laughs> I'm like, Damn. Yo, L, she's, I mean, ladies she's love focused, focused, man. Yo, that's, for Steph's yeah, mom. that's yeah. opening a whole other <laughs> Pandora's box if we talk about LL. So, but yeah, that's my, my, my top five. All right. And um, yeah, man, but I'm just such a fan of this hip hop thing. And, and, and I'm glad that, just to circle back to one of the first things you said when we sat down, is to know that. In, in my own endeavors that I was able to kind of link up some cultural aspects to it, whether yep. it's not only just the, the black community and the Asian community, but just I mean, just in general. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. To, yeah. just to bring people together. Uh, I love that, that I was able to contribute to that. So, so yeah, man, this has been an amazing episode. Yes, Congratulations, yes. guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you for being on. We appreciate you your, your, your social media, how they can find yeah. you. Um, so I am MC Jin, spelled exactly how it sounds. I A M M C J I N. That's Twitter. That's IG. And um, if you're ever in China, you know, and you go into a restaurant, just tell them you know me, and you get two free egg rolls. Hey, nice. man, you told me that right two ago, bro. Listen, man, you know, we here every week. <laughs> That's it. You know what I mean? Brooklyn Podcast Studio. Shout out to Josh. Shout out to Josh. Yep. Uh, Stash Comedy Network is the brand and name. You can find us on social media at Stash Comedy Network. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I am Stephon Bishop. My Instagram handle is at Stephon Bishop. That's S-T-E-P-H-O-N. Can't spell Bishop. Just don't follow me, please. <laughs> nice. I am Ashley King. You can find me on Instagram at Ashley King Comedy. And I'm Patrick Felix. You can find me on Facebook at Patrick J. Felix. And you can find me on Instagram at P-A-T-N-C-C-R-O-T-C-H. That spells out Pat McCrotch. I mean, don't ask about it, but hey, that's just what it is. Pat what? McCrotch. <laughs> 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 this has been another episode. Just follow me. Don't ask. Uh, Josh gotta go home. Josh <laughs> gotta go. Yeah. <laughs>